0: You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 229. Maybe you want to create a passive revenue stream. Maybe you're currently in a dollars for hours business model and you want to find ways to change that. Maybe you have this great idea that you want to get off the ground, but you've been stuck in the dreaming stage. Or maybe you've got so many ideas floating around in your head, but you're just not sure which one your audience wants or needs the most, and more importantly, which one they'll actually buy. If you're wondering how to create the perfect offer for your audience, then today's episode is for you because I'm going to walk you through my exact process for determining what to offer next in my business, whether it's a product in the shop, a new freebie, a mastermind, or a new course. Are you guys ready? Before we dive on in, today's review is from Nicole Wider. It says all of her podcasts are incredible. Every day I am so excited to listen to Jenna's podcasts. I've never left a review before, but Jenna and her team more than deserve it. Her content is so inspiring, informative, smart, and fun. She is truly amazing. Download and listen. You will be so happy you did. Thank you so much, Nicole. And trust me, these reviews keep me fired up, keep me going on those long recording days because guess what? You guys are worth it. And today, this episode is created with you in mind so that you can learn how to create the next perfect offer for your audience. So without further
1: ado, let's dive on in. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. So let's talk first what I mean by the word offer. This could
0: come as a physical product you're going to sell or a new service. It could be group coaching or a one on one program, an ebook, a course. It could be just about anything. And basically, what I mean by offer is anything that you're going to create and make available for sale within your business. So, where do we begin? I love to start with asking the source. So first things first, ask your audience. And maybe you're like, Jenna, I have 10 Instagram followers and half of them are my family. I get it. But we have to start somewhere. And it might seem super obvious, but honestly, I don't see many businesses actually surveying, polling, or asking their audience directly when trying to figure out what to create for them. This is especially important if you as a business owner are not your own target audience. Don't make the mistake of skipping this step because you may be creating something that appeals to you or what you think your audience wants, but it might not actually reach the right people. Sometimes when something comes easily to us, we can often overlook it as valuable content that could help serve our audience. And so I try to do this several times throughout the year because my audience and my market are constantly evolving and growing. And I want to make sure that I'm refreshing my research and staying on top of their current needs and pain points. So how do you do this? If you don't have a giant audience that you can pull, I want for you to think about who your ideal client would be. Like if you could work with anyone on planet Earth, like Jennifer Lopez, ask yourself, What is it about that person that makes them your ideal client? What types of qualities do they have? What types of questions might they have? What types of struggles might they be going through? If you do have an audience, then here is what I challenge you to do. Get on the phone. Like actually use your phone to call somebody. (laughs) Create electronic surveys with sites like SurveyMonkey or Google Forms. Add calls to action in your blog or social media posts that invite feedback. Ask questions in private Facebook groups that your audience hangs out in. Email your list and ask their opinion. Include questions on Instagram stories or take a past client out for coffee to gain in-depth feedback. Now, don't overcomplicate this step because it doesn't really matter how you get the information as long as it's feedback that is coming from the right people that you want to serve in the future. Now, like I said, people skip this step. They don't think it's valuable. They think they know what their people want. But I can tell you time and time again, I have had the most brilliant idea and then I go to pull my audience and they don't think it's quite so brilliant. And so I save myself hours and hours of time and frustration and figure out, okay, what do they need help with? What is the next offer? Asking people that have purchased from you is the best way to glean information because if they've purchased from you, they likely enjoy what you're selling and they might have friends that are the same exact way. And so you want to make sure that you are getting out there, you are asking questions, you are listening to answers, you are paying attention to language that is being used, and you're really being mindful that you're not just thinking, I know what the right offer is, but really taking in that information and crafting an offer around the responses. Now, don't lose heart if you don't get thousands of responses. If you got three great responses, take that as a huge win and use that information to start dreaming of your offer. Now, Ryan Levesque's book titled Ask is a great additional resource on the topic. And so if you're looking for a step-by-step guide to surveying your audience, he teaches that we need to be super intentional about the types of questions that we ask so that the answers will help guide the products and services that we create. And the best way to do this is to give people a chance to leave open-ended responses. Because it's possible that they might have ideas that you hadn't even considered yet. And you'll only gain this information by letting them freely write out their thoughts. So tune in carefully to their pain points, the wording they use, and start to think about how you could create an offer and provide solutions, whether it's in your free material or with what you're selling. One thing that me and my team like to do is I will jump into my Facebook groups and I'll say, hey guys, I really am working on some new things for you. I would love to just hear what is the number one thing you're struggling with right now? And then someone on my team will compile all of those responses into a Google Drive document so that I can see everything. I can see which responses had the most people struggling with them, what language they were using to describe their struggles. And it really just helps me to brainstorm and then to really focus in on creating something that is going to serve my audience immediately. Now, next up, you want to do some research. So after you've pulled your audience, there are a few other places you can gain insight into what they might be looking for from you. The first place to start is looking at the data within your own business. What is your current audience telling you about the content that you maybe have already created? Examples of this include Google Analytics, like which blog posts are getting the most traffic? Are there topic trends that you can start to notice that might help give direction for your offer? Or you can look on social media. Do certain posts on Instagram or Facebook always seem to have higher engagement? What pins on Pinterest are driving the most traffic? Also check out Pinterest guided search feature where you can search for your topic and it will auto populate what other people are searching for related to that topic. So you could type in how to wedding photography and it'll show you all these different articles and things that people are looking for that might spark some interest for you. It's a really great way to broaden your search. Now, another place I like to look when I'm researching is to read reviews for other related products, whether it's a book on the topic or you can check out Amazon reviews and see what people are saying about your competitor's products. Tune into the actual language and the pain points that these people are describing. What did they enjoy about it? What was missing? What were they hoping to learn? All of this information can help guide both your offer and the specific details when creating the content, the sales page, and the ads when you go to promote it down the road. Now, I do wanna caution you here about doing too much competitive research for a couple of reasons. Because one, even if you're in the same market and you serve a similar audience, it's still important to create For your exact audience and the people who are choosing to follow you, your slightly different messaging approach and way of teaching is likely the reason that people have chosen to follow you. And I don't want you to be too impacted by what other people are doing. Like when I'm in creation mode, I tune out everything else around me so that it doesn't influence what I'm working on. This is why I focus on things like reviews of competitors products instead of the actual products and services themselves. I have learned that I need to put the blinders up because I can become really influenced by the things that I'm consuming. And so when I go into creation mode, if I need something done, I'll ask my team to look at something else or to dig in to some of that research so that I just don't become too inundated or influenced by the other things. And I am a huge believer that you can get inspiration from people, but it is your job to make it your own. And there are so many people ripping off other people. And while I think imitation can be a form of flattery, I think it is so empowering to know that you are creating something that only you can create with only the way that you can create it. And so I want to really caution you to guard your heart. If you know that you're influenced by what you consume, then be very careful on this step. But I think market research is really important. Now, the number two reason why I want to caution you is when people look outward while doing competitive research, it can be really easy to get discouraged. You might see someone else is already doing that new idea you had. Maybe they've been doing it for a while and it'd be so easy for you to say, well, I guess I can't do that anymore. But here's the thing. If someone else is already creating what you want to offer, that is actually a good thing. Why? Because it means that there's probably a demand for it. It's almost like a proof of concept. What you should do with this information is say, great, someone else sees this idea as valuable and then go the other way, create it in your own way with your voice and unique perspective on this topic. Now, I've heard so many people who have these brilliant ideas and then they have to Google and they're like, well, crap, someone's already doing it. Well, it's not always a bad thing. Like You want to make sure that there's proof in the pudding. And whenever I see that, I'm like, okay, how can I do it different? How can I do it better? How can I do it bigger? And so I never get discouraged. I mean, there are a bajillion people out there that sell Lightroom presets. That doesn't mean that mine aren't successful. And so there is this beautiful mixture of feeling like, well, shoot, I wasn't first to market, but also awesome because this is likely a good Direction to go in. And so I want for you to not get discouraged at this point, but to really see the potential with what you're thinking of creating. You might not know this about me, but one of my favorite roles that I play in life is being a host. That's why Drew and I are hosts on Airbnb. If you want to generate extra income and have space to share, you should definitely check out Airbnb. As a mom and full time entrepreneur, it's been super easy to fit hosting into my schedule. Over the last few years we've had many visitors and we've even been voted superhost several times. Whether you've bought properties as an investment or have unused rooms waiting to be shared, hosting on Airbnb is the practical and profitable choice. And just think about it. If you've put a ton of time, effort, and work into your home, someone out there probably would love to experience it while they're traveling. So next time you're planning a trip or want to make some extra pocket change from your spaces, consider hosting on Airbnb. The hosting process is simple, practical, and tailored to you. Your home might be worth more than you think Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the life and work hack for you. Ever since I started getting dressed in the mornings before working from home, I have been more productive and efficient. I guess the saying dress for success is actually true, which is why I am obsessed with Quince. Quince offers luxury fashion without the hefty price tag. With prices ranging from 50 to 80% less than similar brands, it's a no-brainer to choose Quince for timeless style at unbeatable prices. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman, passing the savings on to us, the savvy shoppers. Personally, I've snagged the Italian leather bow ballet flats. They've truly become a wardrobe staple. And let's not forget about their stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, which Adds this touch of sophistication to any outfit, whether I'm working from home, dressing up for a date night or a play date with friends, Quince always delivers in style, quality and affordability. If you're ready to elevate your wardrobe without breaking the bank, join me in embracing the Quince revolution. Trust me, your closet and your wallet will thank you. Indulge in affordable luxury at quince.com slash gold digger for free shipping on your order and 365 day return. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot slash gold digger to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Now, I want for you to think about the end result that you want to promise them. When you create an offer for your audience, you first have to ask, what is the end result going to be if they buy your product or work with you? People are going to buy from people that they feel are going to provide them with some sort of outcome or experience. And it's important to focus on this from the start. And so you want to paint the picture for people for what it's going to look like after they've experienced your product or services. Is their life going to be easier? Is it better? Are you solving a problem? Is it going to be more enjoyable? And I want for you to focus on that end result when we start to talk about creating products and staying focused on that goal throughout the entire process. Now, this is an important step and I'm going to share a story about how important it is. So I want for you to test out a few different options. I know, I know. You think you have the number one perfect offer, but here's the deal. I think far too often, people put too much pressure on the question of what to create for their audience. And I want to take some of that pressure off because when you're in business for yourself, you have this ability to pivot when you need to or when your audience is changing. And my advice is if you're stuck and you don't have a clear picture then you should test a few things out in the free format that doesn't require much investment other than your time. Because I want for you to be able to see what your audience responds to most, and this is going to absolutely help direct a future offer. You can do this by creating smaller products, which I'll talk about in a minute, or even just freebies to test which ones perform better. So when my sweet, sweet husband started his business, The Kutcher Method, he knew he wanted to do online coaching and nutrition help. And Drew was absolutely 100 bajillion percent convinced that everyone wanted his workout guides. And I knew as an entrepreneur that nutrition was a huge struggle. Like when you're working from home and you take a 20 minute break to eat a lunch and you just pop something in the microwave, like let's be honest, the struggle can be real. And so him and I kind of were butting heads about this. And he's like, I want to make all these workout guides and I want to invest in a designer and get custom illustrations. And they're going to be so baller. And I was thinking, you know, so many people just need to know like what to buy at the grocery store or how to food prep. And so As we were battling and as we were arguing on the topic, I told Drew, I said, why don't we make two offers? They're going to be free and let's just see what your Instagram followers respond to the most. And so we made one week of at-home workouts that were free. And then we also made our food prep guide that included our grocery list. And so we created both of these freebies. They both took, you know, a few hours to create And Drew started sharing them and the results were astonishing. People were so, so excited about the nutrition guide and people did opt in for the workouts and they were great, but let's just be honest. I was right. I'm was right. And so if we wouldn't have tested out these options, we would have put all of our eggs in the workout basket and we would have likely been really disappointed and it's funny because neither of these offers were bad or wrong, but it just wasn't speaking to his audience in the way that were solving the most immediate problems that they had. And so it is so important for you to test out a few options. And I think the best way that you can do that is through creating freebies that you push out into the world to get people to opt into your email list because you can see how many people are opting in per offer. And then also too, you can still create things down the road. So Drew ended up still making different workout guides that he could send the invitation to purchase to those people that had opted in for that freebie but his real big winner came in the form of nutrition and so it really helped us craft the copy on his website it really helped us make sure that we were speaking into his audience in a way that was solving their biggest problem first and it helped kind of direct the entire way that we created his business and so if you're listening to this and you don't have a business yet or you're not quite sure what your business is going to be. Like We did all of this before he ever had a logo, before he ever had a website. We used an email list from day one and we used his Instagram following, which at the time was just a few thousand people. And we started pumping out these free offers just to test the market and to figure out what do people need the most help with. And it totally changed everything. So let's talk about how do you actually develop the material. So when it comes time to actually create your offer, I want for you to make sure you think about how your audience wants to ingest the content. Now, my advice here again is simple, just ask them. In my business, we use a site called Kajabi to host my courses, and I really love how simple it is to easily pull together everything into one place to house our product. There are other sites out there like Teachable, you can check them out to see which one fits your needs. Now, for my courses, I try to offer the content in as many formats as possible. So, I offer a video, an MP3 download that you can take on the go, and I actually get them transcribed so that students have choices to pick from and can pick what fits their learning style best. If I've learned anything, it's that we all learn differently. Some people need to watch things happen. Some people need to read them and highlight and take notes. And some people just need to listen to them like this podcast. And so I wanted to make sure I wasn't leaving anyone out when it came to course creation. And so consider when it comes time to make updates, what that will entail when you're creating the material. Now, there were times in my business where I'd have an hour-long module recorded, but then what happens if you want to change one little piece of it? Like, it can get tricky And so lately we've been trying to keep our main content really high level core messaging and anything that has the potential to change based on say an app or a platform, we break that up into smaller modules so that when we need to update it, it's not as big of a task. We've been trying to create a lot smarter these days because when I teach on things like social media, whether it's Instagram or Pinterest Those apps change so quickly that your content can be outdated within a day. And so as we are refreshing and creating our courses and updating them for our students, it's been really awesome to look at how much we've grown in the way that we create content. Now, when it comes to developing the material for a freebie, I don't want for you to overthink anything a lot of times the best freebies come in the form of a free download. It could literally be a one page cheat sheet or a how to guide. And so I want for you to just think about how you can create content that you can push out into the world that is going to help people. But it's also going to help answer your biggest question is what to create next. And so You want to ask yourself, like, what is the experience or feeling that my customers will want most and keep that in mind while creating. Now, I want to go back to one very important point. And I found myself teaching this super often this year with my mastermind girls. So far too often, we have these ideas for generic offers because we see that maybe like someone else is having success with them and we don't put enough thought into how our offer is unique or different. And so I challenge my students to first think about that promised end result. What do you want people to be able to do, to experience, or to gain when they finish your offer? Like, what is that outcome? For example, my top webinars are how to get your next 1,000 followers, or how to 5X your traffic using Pinterest, or three secrets to fill up your calendar. And so it is very, very clear what that end result is just in the title. And so once you've established that desired outcome, then you want to craft your material in a way that simply breaks it down step by step, that will lead people towards that end result. Now, this approach has helped us immensely as we work through the creating and updating of our courses. And so We're looking at, okay, what are the top pain points? And when I say pain points, I mean, what are people's objections? Like Instagram is dead. It doesn't work anymore. I don't have enough followers to get engagement. I'm sick of the follow unfollow game. I never know what to say. I don't have perfect pictures. Like these are all objections or pain points. And then I want to figure out how can I shift people's mindsets to realize no, Instagram is not dead and it's okay that your pictures aren't perfect. And you don't have to subscribe to the follow unfollow game to find success on that. And so. Then I identify what sets my process apart. Like there are a lot of people that teach about things like Instagram, but what makes me unique? What is my unique selling proposition? And then we break it on down into a step-by-step process that is easy to understand and follow. Now, I want for you to use this approach Even for small or free offers, because if you are able to get people results for free, they are going to be far more likely to purchase from you. Like, far more likely to purchase from you. So, let's talk about getting your first small offer out. Now, I wanna cover something else really important when it comes to figuring out what it is that you're going to offer. It's okay to start small, like, I wanna give you full permission friends, start small, and build to larger, more complex offers for your audience. Consider something that you could offer today. Like, I don't want for you to start an outline and then believe that you need to get new headshots and hire a designer. And then three months from now, you're going to put your first freebie out into the world. Like, I want this something that you can complete in a day or two. Like, actually, I'm not even lying about that. And so, I want you to remember that your offer doesn't have to be this huge 10-module masterclass that is everything you want to teach all at once. Break it down. Think about meeting your audience where they are at today. In fact, I teach my mastermind girls that this is smart for a few big reasons. Number one, quick wins in your business are huge for your own confidence, and it proves that you're on the right path. So if you're delaying everything until it's perfect— you're not even gonna have that like momentum and confidence to continue to create and expand. And it can also prove that there is a demand for the direction you are heading. Like I said, just putting out a free offer and seeing how people respond can show you, are you on the right path? Are people just not interested? Is the copy off or is the wording off? Or maybe you're just totally out of line in what you're thinking is next. And so if you can get something out there quicker, it's going to show like, yes, you're going in the right direction or mm, maybe we should course correct. Smaller offers can also help fund those bigger projects that might be more expensive to get off the ground. So maybe you create a freebie. It does really well. And so then you create a small paid product, like something that costs like $19.99 that will help fund creating that bigger badder idea. And so I love having small offers available because one, it sees if people are willing to spend money on you. And two, it can really help propel you towards creating that really big idea that you have. Now, it can provide a quick win for your audience as well. And it can help establish trust in you so that they will come back and purchase that next level product or service. Have you ever seen that like 52 module course that seemed so overwhelming that you just said no thank you on it because you knew you wouldn't be able to get through it all? Like sometimes I think entrepreneurs are so nervous that people are going to judge your work, that they try to over deliver and include all of the things like everything in the kitchen sink. When in reality, in today's day, people have limited time and our attention spans are like a goldfish. And our goal should really be to have no fluff results and an experience that is going to get people results fast. Now, I can tell you in my experience of creating courses, I remember the first time I ever put an offer out there that was a thousand dollars. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid I need to add every single thing I've ever created into this course to make it worth every penny. And in the process, I created this overwhelming thing that people never even finished Like they would log in and just be so overwhelmed that it was like no one was getting results. And so now when I go to create things, whether it's a freebie, whether it's a product for my shop or a new course, I'm looking at the simplest route for people to get the promised results. Like remove the fluff, Remove all of those bonuses that really have nothing to do with that end result and focus on creating a step-by-step process that people can follow to get results really fast. Let me tell you, I love it when I find a way to blend style and comfort This is why I am obsessed with Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is a California brand through and through, and their staples make getting dressed a breeze. We're talking minimalist, effortless, yet totally refined, which is exactly my vibe. I wear Jenny Kane's house slippers every single day. I even sent a pair to my best friend and I've been on the hunt for the perfect shoe for travel. I just grabbed their suede kitten heels. They are timeless, easy to pack. And when I wear them, I get compliments and it also helps that they are super comfortable. I've also got a quick shout out their sweaters. The oversized cotton fisherman and the cotton cocoon are perfection for everyday wear. And even as the weather warms up, they are absolutely staying in my rotation. Now, the best part about this brand is that you can mix and match the pieces effortlessly. Pair their sweaters with classic denim or a simple slip dress, and you've got a look that's put together without even trying. Jenny Kane believes in the art of simplicity, and on top of the amazing clothes, they even have home essentials. We're talking timeless furniture, cozy pillows, and throws, and the most incredible candles. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use the code GoldDigger15 at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, at j-e-n-n-i-k-a-y-n-e.com, promo code golddigger15. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I'm pretty well-versed in social media, but there was one major platform on the internet that I didn't know how to use to its max potential, and that was LinkedIn. Can you relate? With LinkedIn ads, you'll learn how to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach even more of your audience. Imagine having direct access to decision makers. We're talking about a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. Now, trust me, that is a network you want to be a part of. LinkedIn provides targeting and measurement tools specifically designed for B2B. In fact, in the tech world, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than other social media platforms. And here's the best part, you're not alone. LinkedIn respects the B2B world we operate in. In fact, 79% of B2B content marketers say that LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's right. LinkedIn Ads helps build connection and results. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com/goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com/goal. Terms and conditions apply. Now, a small offer can help lead into your core offer if there are some initial steps that someone might need to take before they are at a place where they would be ready for what you've created as that bigger offer. And so think of kind of leading your people down the path where ultimately you want them to go. Small offers can also take on the form of a freebie. As examples, freebies for my email list building course were 10 ways you can serve an email list, 5 ways to grow your email list, how to guide to email list, 3 reasons to start an email list. And all of these have the same goal to bring awareness and education around the power of email marketing so that when my bigger core offer of my list to launch lab course came out, my audience was primed. They had already experienced some wins with email marketing and they were ready for the exact blueprint step-by-step course. So when I have been teaching my mastermind girls this year, I've been talking a lot about the power of having small offers that lead into bigger ones. And there is going to be natural attrition, meaning that not everyone that opts in for that small offer is going to become a purchaser, but you can convert a percentage of those people into that larger offer. Think about it. If you start dipping your toes into something, let's say I wanted to learn photography. I first might Google something. Then I might watch a YouTube video. Then I might opt in to learn how to shoot in manual. And then if that same person offered me a course on how I could become a better photographer, I might be ready to take that next step. And so, My whole process of serving, 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 serving before you ever go to sell is so important. And I want you to understand that there is so much power in serving people. Like when you show up and you give away content for free and people get results from that free content, they're going to be far more likely to spend money with you. Doesn't that make sense? Like, don't you feel that same way? So when it comes down to creating your core offer, now that you've got this first offer out and you're ready to create that core product, there are a few things that I want for you to consider. What do you want to be known for in your business? Like, What foundational products could you create that resonates so deeply with your brand and what your audience is looking for from you? Your core offering should be your best work, something you dream about creating and can't wait for everyone to experience it because you are so proud. This point right here is what makes it feel less salesy and more like serving because you believe in it so much and in the impact that the outcomes can create. Finally, you want to create your offer in a way that it can be something that you sell for a long time. I want for you to think through how you could get it out into the world and then your plan to offer it over and over again, whether it's always for sale or open and closed a few times a year. Keep in mind during the creation process to develop your material in a way that it will have a long shelf life. For my courses on Instagram and Pinterest, we have some main foundational teachings and then we break it up into more detailed trainings that might change as the platforms make changes, but that are broken down so that we can easily update them as needed. Now, lastly, the queen of automation has to talk about this, but you can start to automate this whole process. So once you've found an offer that works, it's time to simplify and automate. We like to look at what's leading people to make purchasing decisions and then work on creating content that connects that free offer and invites people into the paid one via an email sequence that comes in the form of serving and then an invitation to purchase. So when you can start to see what your audience is excited about, it's really easy to lead them to the correct offer. And the best part is, is that that entire process can be automated. Now, yes, this is a fancy step, but as you start to create more and more freebies and more and more core offers, you want to make sure that everything is leading into something else so that people aren't hitting a dead end with you. So for example, we have Pinterest freebies and we share them often on the podcast via Facebook ads on Pinterest itself. Then once somebody opts in for that freebie, we deliver it and get them results And then we show up in their inboxes, serving them through different things like podcast episodes and additional Pinterest resources and extra tips that are going to help them in their journey. And then we invite them to our webinar. And in that webinar, we pitch our product, which is our core offer or the Pinterest lab, our course. Now, ultimately, people are going to come to you and pay for your products and services if you're able to promote and deliver on outcomes and experiences. And so as we have prepared for maternity leave and just looking at what this next year holds for us, my whole goal is to figure out one, how we can serve people in big ways and then offer solutions to their biggest pain points. Two, how we can automate the entire process. And three, how we can continue to create value for people in the form of free and paid offers so that they are never just finishing up with us. We always have something that is a next step invitation for them. So there you guys have it. My process for creating the perfect offer. Tuning into your audience's exact needs by pulling them first looking at data and testing options to make sure your offer has some proof of concept, being intentional about how you create and develop and deliver your product in a way that will be beneficial to your audience, and then creating smaller offers that lead into that core offer within your business. I hope that today's episode just inspires you and encourages you. I hope that you know that you are an expert in something and you have something to offer the world. And I really hope that as you start to think about what you can create that will serve your audience well, I hope that you come at it from a place of serving first and selling second. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And I'd love to hear from you. If you love today's show, would you just take a screenshot, pop it up in your Instagram stories and tag me? There is nothing better than knowing that you are tuning in and enjoying this content that we're putting together for
1: you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you Gold Digger you.
0: Let's face it, life and business can be stressful. And it's not just your mind that suffers when you're feeling tense or anxious. Stress can also affect your digestion and your immune system, too. So, what do we do about it? Introducing Just Calm, the breakthrough new stress soothing formula from Just Thrive. Say hello to a steady, serene, more relaxed you. Just Calm's proprietary mood lifting blend is clinically proven to help you relax and breathe a little easier in as little as four weeks. And for Next Level Mood TLC, there's Just Thrive Probiotic. This is the probiotic my whole family swears by. This spore probiotic banishes bloat and constipation so your gut can produce more serotonin, which is your happy hormone. Plus, it supports better sleep so you can wake up feeling refreshed and revitalized. With Just Calm and Just Thrive Probiotic, you'll have the ultimate stress-fighting duo to help you win the day every day. To learn more about Just Thrive, tune into Episode 734 with their founder, Tina Anderson. I loved chatting with her about the gut-brain connection. And if you're ready to take control and live your healthiest life yet, you can get 20% off your first 90-day bottle of Just Calm and Just Thrive probiotic today. Visit justthrivehealth.com and use a promo code Gold Digger. Take control today with Just Thrive. That's justthrivehealth.com, promo code GOLDDIGGER.